Was it a hit job? Okay, I'm going to talk about that in just a moment. But first, I want to welcome you to the prophetic angle. Maybe this is your first time. I want you to understand we have numerous podcasts for you to listen to. So go back and listen to some of the other podcasts that we recently made about events that are happening in your world in real time. And also, go to YouTube and check out the prophetic angle there with video and graphics and editing, and you'll enjoy the topics that we cover there from the prophetic angle. Now, this is Rick Bowen, Pastor Rick Bowen, and I want to share with you about the hit job on President Trump. You know, the other day, I was driving through town here in Muncie, and I saw a sign that caught my attention. I was almost uh, near the river, uh, ready to cross it uh, to City Hall, even though I was going to turn right. And right there to my right was a sign in the yard. You know, a lot of yard signs today, they say a lot of things. Some things I don't like at all. Some things I like, some things I don't care. This one caught my attention because I never had seen it before, anywhere else, or since, only there. It's still there as far as I know. And it says, hit man for hire. So as you're coming down the road, you see... The sign in the yard says, hit man for hire. Now, when you get really, really close to the sign, right up to the top left in small print attached to the word hit man, it says bug. <laughs> bug hit man for hire. In other words, some pest control businesses that want your business, they want to come to your house or your business and take care of your bugs for you. Bug hit man for hire. So I thought that was a appropriate to segue into this discussion. Now, I was not the first one to come up with this, and there's scriptural precedent for it. Was it a hit job on the president with this COVID-19? And not only the president, but Many of those around him almost simultaneously coming down with the COVID virus at this point in the history of 2020, just about 30 days out from the election, is it too much of a coincidence to be a coincidence? Now, this is where people have a problem with a thing called conspiracy theories. Because everything that happens, pretty much, especially this year, has any number of conspiracy theories attached to it, coming from different directions for different purposes. And you've heard them. You've considered them. Maybe you've even believed them. Some of them were false. Some of them turned out to be the case. Some of them haven't yet panned out. And so the whole idea of conspiracy theories comes into play here because, you know, some things you can't prove for some time, if ever. And so it's a theory. And because it involves suspense, suspicion, it involves impugning motives or discerning motives, it 
involves so many different kinds of forensics, uh, if I can use that term, exploration, study, observation, you know, insight, foresight, all kinds of different angles of viewing a particular happening. And sometimes it can be so far out that they use the term uh, a tinfoil hat. You know, a person is... And when they do that, a lot of times it is a pejorative way of talking to somebody, more of an insult or categorizing a person as loony, you know, prone to be gullible, always looking for the sensational. And so because of this vast area of conspiracy theories that is always available at almost every turn, the person that is skeptical or cynical or maybe the person that just, you know, wants to find out for sure or the person that refuses to believe anything that's spectacular or sensational, they sometimes distance themselves from even a possible explanation that has some wild features to it. So, you know, it, it is a, it's a challenging area, and it happens all the time. So you have stoic skeptics. You have people that have their arms crossed, prove it to me, show it to me. Then you have others that just jump right in and believe whatever resonates with them. I, I, I am the kind of person <clears throat> that likes to have a balanced approach. I just want the truth. If it's sensational, you know, a lot of things you can't make them up. You can't make it up. You just can't make it up. But I don't want to just believe everything that comes around the corner just because it connects me with a certain group of people or it gets me a certain following. I don't really care about that. I'm a follower of Jesus. I am a follower of the Word of God. If I'm wrong and I find out I'm wrong, I repent. If I'm right, I stand by what I believe. And I want to stand on the Word of God. Now, sometimes it's hard to determine certain things and you have to leave the unknown in the hands of God. And even the Bible says that. But let's just look at this hit job thing just a little bit. You know, the Bible says in Revelation chapter 12, verse 1, in the ESV version, it says, uh, A great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun. This is John in the Isle of Patmos with his vision, his apocalyptic visions. And with the moon under her feet and her head, a crown of 12 stars. She was pregnant and was crying out in birth pains and the agony of giving birth. And another sign appeared in heaven. Behold, a great red dragon with seven heads and ten horns, and on his heads seven diadems. Now, you're going to have to admit that this is a sensational vision. His tail swept down a third of the stars of heaven and cast them to the earth, and the dragon stood before the woman who was about to give birth so that when she bore her child, he might devour it. She gave birth to a male child, one who is to rule all nations with a rod of iron, but her child was caught up to God and to his throne, and the woman fled into the wilderness where she had a place 
prepared by God in which she is to be nourished for 1260 days. So right here, and you could read the rest of the chapter and see that the dragon, and, and we determine in, in our theology that's Satan, desires to destroy the man-child as soon as it's born, when it's most vulnerable, and wasn't able to do it, and then seeks to destroy the rest of the woman's seed and the woman herself, but she flees into the wilderness. So in other words, there's a conspiracy to murder and to destroy. Jesus said the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He comes to do hit jobs. That's what the devil does. And we have numerous things in the Bible, numerous stories about his attempt to assassinate. And often it's when there's an infant or when there's a vulnerability or when there's an opportunity. Okay, remember Moses. Moses' mother put Moses in a little ark in the reeds of the Nile and left Moses to God's providence because Pharaoh was having all the boy babies slain. Moses escaped. Rest is history. Jesus, when he was born, Herod sought to kill Jesus, not knowing who the Messiah would be. He said, kill all the boy babies, two years old and under. Jesus escaped. So Pharaoh was a hit man. Herod was a hit man. And believe me, these men did commit other murders or put other people to death. They were successful much of the time when they decided they were going to do a hit job. And I know that they were in power and they were using their dictatorial autocratic power to, to do what they did. But let's go to this most recent issue with the president getting COVID-19. Now, I'm just going to tell you that the whole thing with COVID is a hit job. I'm just saying it. Now, the question is, on what level and who did what? I can answer some of that. Some of that I cannot answer, at least not yet. Don't know if I ever will be able to answer. But I can see something happening as its timing and the surrounding circumstances and go, you know what? You can't make this up. That wasn't just a coincidence. Yes, it was a coincidence in that it happened simultaneous with something else that made it seem like a coincidence, but it wasn't just something that happened by happenstance or out of luck. It was precipitated. It was orchestrated. It was conspired. It was planned. The question is, my friend, by whom? Let's go back to the origin of the virus. And I don't want to spend an exorbitant amount of time today. I just want you to understand the concept here. The concept of the hit job and who's behind it. Let's go to the virus origin. And I'm not going to belabor this. I have other videos. I have other audios about it. So I'm not going to tie up all the loose ends and explain everything I'm saying. You're going to have to go listen to other podcasts, other YouTube videos, do some other research. But the virus originated in Wuhan, China. No, not in a wet market like it was originally 
trumpeted. No, in a level four lab where they experiment on such viruses historically. They're in China, in Wuhan, in that province as well. Okay? And the escape of the virus from the lab, the conjecture is, was it on purpose or was it accidental? Well, I think it was on purpose, but even if it was accidental, that doesn't change what I'm about to say too much because once it did escape, once it was out and a contagion that was going from one human to the next, then China, red China, not the Chinese people. We're not talking about an ethnicity here. We're not talking about a race of people. We're talking about a ideology called the Chinese Communist Party. They shut down the province and the travel of the people from that province to other provinces in the nation of Red China. In other words, we don't want you spreading the virus to other provinces. They contained it. But they did not shut down the travel to the rest of the world. And the rest is history. You know what we're going through. You know what you're hearing. I know the statistics are skewed. I get all that. But you cannot tell me that they were so incompetent, ignorant, or stupid that they didn't realize that that virus was going to leave their nation, not come to the rest of their nation, but then go to the other nations. And they did not realize that. They could have shut down the travel to the rest of the nations. Now, that, I have to conclude, was on purpose. Now, if they had a knowledge of how the virus would work, they may not have known exactly the track that it would take, but they knew that it would spread. They knew that it would get to America. They knew it would get to other places. I cannot tell you they, that in the back room they said, okay, eventually it's going to get to President Trump, but I would not doubt that they had discussed that this virus can spread and cause huge problems, and we can use it to our benefit. I'm talking about the Chinese Communist Party. At any rate, as it began to spread, and they began to observe, you know, the way it spread and what could potentially happen, discussions, you have to know, continue to take place. Because they, def they deflected the blame to the U.S. military. They deflected the blame to the United States. They um, depressed or suppressed the numbers, the statistics of their deaths and their uh, cases. So we have to conclude that the Chinese Communist Party is responsible for the hit job. Okay, now are they directly responsible for it? I can't say that that's the case because... Who is their hit man in the United States? Is there one? I don't know. I don't know about that. But we do know this. There are people in the United States, and we see it right now with our athletic entities, with our business entities that are in cahoots with the Chinese Communist Party. They're making money. They're making money off of China. And they refuse 
to characterize the Chinese Communist Party as a wicked regime that does not mean good for us, but is in it for themselves. You know, and so China has really, as far as economics and everything, has really taken off in recent decades. And a lot of it's because of the United States and those that have been in league with them, or I can say cahoots with them. And of course, you can see how easy it is to digress and get off into other tangents of conversation. Back to this hit job. <laughs> Woo! Well... Were the swabs for the test infected? You know, if somebody's going to stick something up my nostrils, I want to make sure that that thing is sterilized. I want to make sure that that, you know, that's going to be a miserable enough way of finding out if I have something like the virus as it is without having it already infected so that it actually gives it to me. Now, I'm just... Throwing out a hypothetical possibility. I'm sure there are other ways that people can be infected other than what I just mentioned. I'm not privy to all of that. There's some things that I'm handicapped with when it comes down to the specifics of how you can transfer the virus from one to the next. And so, is it any doubt, or does it make you wonder at least, why the president, his wife, some of the key people around him, all of a sudden, simultaneously, after they've been checked consistently and regularly, okay, after they've done many things that keep them safe, and I know we could get into, well, they don't wear a mask like Joe Biden. Well, praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> And I don't want to get off into that, but I'm just telling you that they do take precautions. It may not be politically correct in the way everybody wants to see them virtue signaling, but they do take precautions. And so how is it that all of a sudden the most secure man in the nation, I know he's out mixing it up, I get all that, but all of a sudden he comes down with a virus. Now, on the one hand, you could say, well, it's possible to get the virus no matter what you do if you're going to live your life. And that's true. you got to live your life. You can't just quit living your life because the consequences of that sometimes and often are more severe than the possibility of getting a virus. And they're more likely a lot of times. We could get into that. But the point is, how is it that all of a sudden all these Republicans around the president, especially those that are part of the ongoing effort to get Amy Coney Barrett nominated and confirmed and seated before the election, how's it all of a sudden they come down with the virus? Do you hear of any Democrats coming down with the virus? Oh, yes, they've done everything right. They've worn their mask when they're supposed to. Oh, yeah, what about Nancy Pelosi? Oh, yeah, what about Dianne Feinstein? Oh, yeah? And then, don't get me started on the mask because they're always grabbing and moving them and pulling them and everything and touching them. And, you know, if they got anything on their hands, it's going on the mask. It's going in their nose. 
So see how easy I can get off on that? I'm not saying there's never a right time to wear a mask. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying there's so much inconsistency and disinformation with that that that's a, no, a whole area of discussion in and of and by itself. So I'm just saying that there are some culprits. We don't know who all they may be. We don't know if there was somebody that directly on purpose infected the president and his team. But you have to be very suspicious about it. Here's what we do know. We know that ultimately, if you go back behind the scenes, you find this red dragon. I know it's kind of, you know, it's kind of a coincidence, I guess, that the Chinese Communist Party, you know, we're calling Red China. <laughs> I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm just saying that's a kind of a coincidence. I'm not saying that, well... I'll leave it right there. Uh, but spiritually, there's the red dragon, Satan. And he's the conspirer that is always trying to find a way to destroy, to circumvent, to change, to neutralize God's plan. The whole Bible is a series of challenges, battles, wars, altercations between good and evil, God and the devil. And ultimately, we read the end of the book. We know God wins. So we know that it was Satan's desire to do this. Who he used, we don't really know exactly. Not yet, at least. Will we ever? I don't know. Will it matter? I don't know, especially if the president completely recovers and stays well and finishes his assignment and, and, and so forth with the, the other folks that are involved. Because each person ha has, its own, has his or her own story, I suppose. All the way from Kellyanne Conway to Governor Chris Christie and so forth. So... We're praying for all these folks that they will recover. But yes, it was a hit job. Who did it? As to the hands-on contagion, passing it, was it just uh, you know, the natural course of events that the president got around somebody and then one person near him got around him or he got around them and they passed it back and forth you know, unknowingly? That, that's, that's possible. But still, you have to look at the timing of it and realize that there's a spiritual aspect to it. And so as I conclude, I want you to understand this. There is a hitman called Satan. And like I said, the sign said in the yard, bug hitman. This hitman will use a bug to carry out his nefarious plan. How he does it, whether it's the natural course of events, if you want to say it that way, or if it's an actual pawn, is another story. But it was a hit job. But you know what? Just like in the Bible, the hitman is not always successful. You know, there's a lot of conspiracy theories. You can go back to the assassination of 
President Kennedy or Martin Luther King or Robert F. Kennedy or you could go to Antonin Scalia. I have my opinion about uh, all of these, I guess, one way or the other. You could go and look at all the people in the wake of the Clinton uh, politics. You could look at all these things and there's all kinds of theories out there. But we're looking at this particular situation at this time in history and we go, you know what, something's going on here. And I wasn't the first one to think so. In fact, at first, when I first heard it, I said, you know what, let's not, let's not jump to a conclusion or jump to a concussion again. But here we are. Too many things have happened this year to be coincidence. There is a spiritual battle taking place. The hitman is looking for an opportunity to take you out. Don't let him. And that's what President Trump, I think, is trying to show us by coming back from Walter Reed Hospital to the White House. We're praying for complete recovery and strength. But don't allow this to dominate your life. Use common sense. Use wisdom. But live your life and realize that, biblically speaking, the hitman, whether it was Pharaoh or Herod, or the Chinese Communist Party, or somebody more specific and closer at a certain event that is yet to be determined, if to be determined, we know that the hitman is Satan, ultimately. And he is a loser. Because greater is he that's in you than he that is in the world. God bless you. Thank you for listening today. Come back and listen again to the next podcast.